Now, Narina, mm. after the release of the latest business confidence numbers earlier this week, and yesterday we had news on both uh, purchasing manager and manufacturing data, what do these readings tell us about the current state of the economy? So I think we are increasingly getting economic data releases that are pointing to some stabilisation in the in the economy, and certainly um, with with slightly better prospects for economic growth. We spoke about um, you know the World Bank's forecast and expectation for this year and the next also, which also point to to slightly better numbers. And um, the the manufacturing number was not bad. This is a release from November last year, and it certainly um, exceeded market expectations, which was expecting a further contribution and it actually increased in November. Um, factory production rose 0.3% month-on-month, and year-on-year it actually increased by 1.9%. Now, manufacturing is the country's fifth biggest economic sector, and it, it, it contributes at, or accounts for about one-eighth of South Africa's GDP. So certainly an important sector is also one of the big employers um, in, in the country, so it's so a very important one for us that. But when you then look at the Purchasing Manager Index, that number was released for the December period, and, and that one was quite poor again, and it shows that in December the, the manufacturing numbers may be, may be lower again. So the Purchasing Manager Index um, fell from 48.3 to 46.7, and, and any number below 50 means that it is still in a contraction. So um, stabilizing somewhat, but not really pointing to, to a significant increase just yet. This was the seventh month in a row that we saw declining in that purchasing manager's index, and it came mainly on the back of very weak local demand. And as we saw earlier this year, uh, this week also, with vehicle sales, the export-oriented sectors um, were not looking too bad, but it was really the weak local demand that, that was a problem. We also have um, you know, two recent supply-side shocks. So over the last year or two, certainly the electricity supply in 2015 and then in 2016, the drought, these things have certainly weighed on the purchasing manager index. And I think both of those we know are now certainly a lot better than they used to be before. So, yeah, we might be looking at, at a stabilization and possibly even um, an, an initial uh, improvement in the economic growth scenario in South Africa. And Narina, we've heard about King Dollar, but yesterday it was all about King Rand. What's driving (laughs) the sudden strength in the currency? Yeah, isn't it just wonderful? You know, we <laughs> we see our currency um, on on a day suddenly improving by by two percent against the dollar, um, and and this on the back of of this relatively sluggish sort of economic data that we that we get. So, so in part, yesterday's strong performance in the rand can be attributed to weakness in the dollar. You know, after Trump's press press conference earlier this week, um, because of lack of details on his policies, um, and the, the, the dollar certainly took a bit of a, of a, a hit. And that was part of the RAND strength, but, but the RAND actually was fundamentally stronger yesterday because I think um, overall analysts are starting to turn a bit more optimistic on South Africa and on the RAND. Um, it's also possible that we've seen some, some changes or uh, turning in the cycle of the commodity prices, which also is helping us. And, and as you said, the worst of the drought is, is behind us. So all of these sort of factors are, are pointing to um, a little bit less pressure on inflation, and with that it will be less pressure on interest rates to rise. So generally speaking, a little bit more positive sentiment and optimism coming through. Rand is a bit weaker again this morning, but certainly a lot stronger than it was earlier in this week and um, before Trump uh, spoke.
And then S&P making sure that we don't get too optimistic too soon. I, you know, just my heart just sank a little bit when I read that report yesterday. And I see they've once again warned that we are still at risk of a credit ratings downgrade. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so we know that the economic growth is obviously an important um, factor for them to look at. And although we've seen some improvement, and um, even the, the expected um, numbers are still way too low for us really to, to put us in a much stronger economic footing. Isn't he also warned that, that um, the government-related entities, our state-owned enterprises, still remain weak and, and danger? We've seen that there's some moves in terms of um, cleaning up, you know, the four different airlines that the, that the country owns and um, so there's certainly some activity taking place, and I think a lot of it um, rests really on faith in Provin Gordon and his team of Treasury to be able to, to pull us through this, this dip. Um, but, but really, um, you know, some of the, the, the risks that they still see is that we could still, um, uh, that, there's a, that there's a reduction in fiscal, fiscal flexibility. They're certainly concerned about the fact that there will be a lot of focus within the ruling party on its own internal issues this year with a policy conference an elective conference, all of these coming up this year, and that there will not be enough focus on, on um, economic policy and on really making the changes in the country's economy that is necessary to, to avoid this credit rating down, um, downgrade. They also are concerned about the possible tax hikes that have been mooted. Um, this will get clarity on during the budget speech late in, in February, but uh, if those tax hikes impact um, the, the corporate sector, that will further limit any spending or investment that we see coming from, from the, the corporate spending side. But, you know, if it's any consolation, I think it's worthwhile to note that, that the ratings agencies are also warning that the United States may lose its top credit rating due to tax cuts. You know, so um, the U.S., as it stands, already has the highest level of debt of any AAA-rated country. So, you know what, it's not just South Africa that is in the, in the, on the radar of the ratings agencies. Agencies, they're also looking at many other countries, including the United States. So I guess from that point of view, we're in uh, reasonably good company.